All right, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller, and uh, for the first time in a couple weeks, I am not here just to speak to you by myself. We have got uh, some amazing things to talk about today, and as you know, a, a large group of individuals had a fantastic week last week in Mexico. They are back, and uh, so many wonderful things happened out there, some amazing breakthroughs, some amazing connection, just tremendous experiences. And uh, so we're going to get into that here in just a minute. But before I do, I want to uh, cover some housekeeping items. Um, we had a fantastic wealth intensive this past weekend. It was amazing. Uh, some wonderful individuals that participated with us had some crazy breakthroughs in terms of, of wealth and creating the wealthy mindset and have committed now to move forward to create their financial freedom. So I'm so excited for that group of individuals that were with us this, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Uh, this weekend coming up, this, this coming up Friday and Saturday, we have a regional event here in Utah County. Uh, so excited for that as well. It's the 16th and 17th. If you haven't registered for that or if you haven't bought your bulk tickets to, to give out to other people or to sell to other people, uh, contact Mary Antonovelis or Dana Sorensen for that because they're putting that event on. We have so many other events that are in the works. And, of course, we've got uh, the health intensive coming up next month and the, the, our, our limitless three-day event that's coming up uh, next month as well and so many others. So make sure you're, you're plugging in. Go on to strongbrook.com, uh, recognize and find out and put on your calendars all the different events that are coming up because of the new compensation plan now. If you participate, you get paid. And so we're so excited for everything that's happening there. Um, I think that really covers it right now by way of this. Oh, there's one more thing. Uh, we have our, our Limitless Leadership Team meeting. And I sent out several emails that have talked about that being this week at Chris's house, but I want to make uh, just a quick adjustment. Uh, we, we had a little bit of an oversight. We have our full-day mentor maker event happening tomorrow, and, and so although we had it scheduled for Chris's house at 11, uh, for the last time it is going to be here at the corporate office at 4 p.m. directly following mentor maker. So if you or anybody that you know is interested in stepping up as a limitless leader, then be there tomorrow at 4 p.m. And Stephen, I just got to tell you, I, I think it'll Wait, be, Chris, you're here? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I, I think it'll be really exciting to have that at my home. And uh, doing it one last time tomorrow at 4 p.m. will help a lot of our MentorMaker students who are a big part of taking Limitless Global. It'll give them the opportunity to do that and to be there for the meeting as well. So we will hold it at 4 o'clock. I have to tell you, Stephen, we had an incredible leadership training in Mexico. Uh, many of you know we had over uh, 180 people that were there, and we had 100 new leaders step up wanting to take action, and we gave them a brand new blueprint on exactly how to grow and make money with Limitless. We're stepping into January next month, and this first leadership training is designed to give you a map, a massive action plan on exactly the steps you need to take to step into income with Limitless right away at the most powerful levels that you can. Um, we're going to start off with the map is going to talk about um, no matter whether you're part of MentorMaker or Inner Circle or high-level programs, we're actually going to share with you how you um, make the most money with not being in those programs, and then how you, from there you step into our leadership program. And so any of you that want to be a part of the Limitless Leadership Team, the, the most exciting thing for me from last week almost was seeing 
are 11 leaders in front of the stage and then seeing 100 people join them because um, we do have incredible, amazing leaders, but we need more. We've got over 10 different events being planned right now, and we need you. We need you on stage. We need you to build, and we've got a great system to accommodate that. So tomorrow, 4 p.m. at the Stromberg office, super important to be there. So Stromberg office tomorrow at 4 p.m. This is the last one that we'll be doing here at the corporate office before we then uh, start meeting at your house, Chris. Is that right? Yeah, and we'll be emailing the dates Perfect. and everything if you've opted in for being a part of our leadership team. Awesome. Well, that takes care of our housekeeping items. Uh, really excited for all that's happening and everyone that's building. Keep keep doing that. We've got some amazing events that are coming up that, again, like Chris said, uh, this is all about you. This is your time to shine. This is your time to step up, take the stage, and uh, promote the business, get people there. We're changing lives like crazy. It's so exciting. And with that, Chris, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to turn the call over to you. Um, just so excited to kind of hear some of those experiences that you all had, as well as what you've got to share with us this morning. Stephen, thank you. Um, today we are going to be talking about how to manifest. Um, we're stepping into January. This is, this is some of my absolute hands-down favorite content to train on, and it's such a perfect time for you to get clarity on what you want to be different in your life than where you're at right now. And we're going to talk about how you change your life to create that difference. But just a couple of highlights. Um, so I've been the last couple of weeks in Mexico, down in Puerto Vallarta with my family for a week, and then we had uh, my kids were hanging out at the pool with Grandma and Grandpa while we had 186 amazing uh, inner circle friends and a couple other guests come and join us for a week of transformation. And I, I, in a moment, I'll share with you, if you haven't seen the post already, where we're going to be spending next June. Uh, but what was so amazing for me, there were some moments that were truly magical. Here was one of them. Seven of our leaders stepped forward with uh, new training on seven different breakthroughs. And what we did is we called them Breakthrough Islands. And these seven individuals, part of our leadership team, we did these breakouts where all 186 people basically picked an island. And what they got to do is they got to specialize their transformation based on what they need. Uh, some people picked Humble Island, um, which is a beautiful place for people to go that either struggle with pride or stubbornness or lack of teachability. I mean, come on, you know who you are. I know when that's me. And Humble Island was uh, facilitated an amazing experience by Ben Allred on how to overcome that. And the beautiful thing is that island is going to show up in our January Limitless along with the next six islands. Uh, we had Wileen facilitating Confidence Island for people that feel like they need help owning their voice. Uh, we had Delwin on Intuition Island. Um, teaching people how to move from their head down into their heart and how to learn to trust that amazing inner intuition and inspiration that is available to all of us. We had Marianne Denovelis that facilitated Connection Island and talked about what we need to do to become more connected human beings in our relationships. Some people stepped off with Karen to Body Island, went through some really cool processes on how you uh, get more in tune with the natural healing of your own body. Other people stepped uh, onto Abundance Island with Tracy Roberts and uh, facilitated an amazing money process. And then we had Jacqueline and Dave Kaler that came together and facilitated Victorious Island for those that are feeling any level of victimhood or lack of forgiveness for people in their lives. And we're bringing more islands to the stage in January. So something new that's going to be happening at Limitless is um, normally we, we either are, are working in group style or team style or one-on-one -on -one angel sessions. Now we're adding a fourth dimension, uh, a new modality of transformation, breakouts. We're going to have these breakout breakthrough islands. And uh, it's going to help the participants in January get what they're coming for, even if they don't know what that is. 
Um, so one other thing that happened, um, there were a couple of things, but this one was unforgettable. We were wrapping up our trip on Friday night, and we were all gathered on the shore, and we had with us 211 baby leatherback sea turtles that had been born that morning. And uh, we were doing our final process on manifesting, and then each one of us got to hold our own baby turtle, and they were tiny. It was amazing seeing these absolute newborns. And uh, we drew a line in the sand, and we helped them take their journey into the waves. And here was something I didn't know. These turtles spend maybe a couple of minutes, five or ten minutes on the sand, and what they smell on that first day of their life, they will remember for 15 years. And in 15 years, they will come back to that exact same beach to lay their eggs for the females. Uh, so it was a beautiful process to really tie that to our dreams. And that's where I want to head today. I want to talk about how our dreams, especially the big ones, are so fragile. And it's so easy to kill them off accidentally. Um, think about dreams you've had that you've let die. Think about things you've wanted to create that you've lost hope for. Think about something that you've wanted to create and you have tried again and again and again and again and again and at this point can only consider yourself a failure. Well, welcome to being human. Most of us only learn to manifest what has been instead of consciously creating something new. And if you want to create something new, just for a moment, I don't care what it is, just look at the miraculous act of creation that you as a human being endowed with free agency can make choices that can either repeat the past or create a new future. And that's my first question. Do you want 2017 to be a repeat? Because certainly there were hopefully bright spots and beautiful moments of 2016. But let me ask. Are there new things that you'd like to call into creation for 2017? And if so, I want to invite you to get a pen and paper and to take some notes for the first half of this call before Stephen Miller comes back on with some of our very practical hands-on, this is what you do training. Oh, before I do that, I didn't really say it. So I'm going to say it. June 5th next year, we're going to be taking a group of people to hike Machu Picchu. Um, for those of you that don't know, Machu Picchu, um, when the conquistadors came and, and, uh, and established themselves, they totally missed the ancient Incan hidden city high up in the mountains at 10,000 plus feet. Um, we are going to be taking June 5th uh, a group of people on expedition to take a journey. Um, some are going to be hiking the ancient Incan trail. Some are going to be taking uh, the train. We've got humanitarian built in all along the way. And uh, for me, the really exciting thing about Machu Picchu is not only has it been called one of the modern seventh wonders of the world, uh, but it is teamed with so much history, and it reminds me of ancient walkabout. Uh, some of you are familiar with tribes around the world that will go on walkabout. It's a spirit journey to step into a deeper level of their own humanity, their possibility, potential, and who they are. And um, Machu Picchu is a journey. It's an opportunity, whether you're going by train or whether you're hiking, um, you have an opportunity bright early in the morning to stand in the sun gate as you watch the sun come over the top of this gumdrop mountain. If you've ever seen Emperor's New Groove, um, Cusco and the journey up to Machu Picchu, the movie was based on this. Get a chance to see one of the ancient preserved cities of the, of the Incan people and uh, learn about how mysteriously they seem to vanish. 
And uh, it's going to be an incredible experience. I'm calling this not just a once-in-a-lifetime trip. This is a bucket list. This is a limitless bucket list trip. And um, we currently have 60 people signed up for that. Um, that trip is going to be limited because it involves government permitting and working with the government. We've got a great team put together, and we're going to be facilitating some amazing magic. And if Machu Picchu, whether it's hike or by rail, um, people of any physicality can take this trip. If it's resonating with you, then you're going to want to reach out um, to James. Um, I've posted his phone number on Facebook, so you can look up on the Tribe page or the Inner Circle page. and and get in touch with them. Right now, um, we're going to try and facilitate as many people as we can, but there's a good chance by March or February we're going to be totally booked out for this very special trip that we're going to take and do some very special mentoring. Super excited about Machu Picchu. All right. And it's probably good that I brought that up because I love the manifest world travel. It's something that's super important to me um, because if you take world travel and combine mentorship, you, for me, I produce like the, the perfect crucible for maximum transformation. All right, back to, back to our conversation. The five steps of manifesting anything that you want. Uh, you may want to, you, you may want to uh, take notes on this. The word miracle, it emerged from the French in the 12th century. It originally meant a wondrous work of God, and I still think that it does. It later evolved to mean an extraordinary or a remarkable feat without regards to deity. Um, this suggests that there's a miracle required to activate some kind of participation between us and God who's passively waiting for us. And I'm going to invite you to get clear on what you want to create that you never have before. I consider that type of production divine. I don't think there's a greater expression of of human divinity than birth. Um, I think that's why I hold such deep admiration for women when they, when they usher life into life. And similarly for each one of us, um, especially us men here, we're definitely not capable of birth, but in a very different way we are. We're giving birth to ideas, thoughts, possibilities, creations. Every one of us is engaged in this. And so I believe that this conversation of manifesting um, is a conversation of being co-creators with God, being conscious creators. And I don't know how to remove the divine from that because I just feel so much deep gratitude for what I've been able to create and what I have not yet created. So here are the five steps that I want to invite you to write down. The first one is, oh, and by the way, as you're doing this, I'm going to be bringing one of you on the line once I've gone through the five steps. And we're going to talk about what do you want and what you specifically can do. And I'm going to give you specific instruction on how you do these five steps. So here's the first step. Clearly define what you want. Write that down. Clearly define what you want. Surprisingly, few of us know what we do want, but we're all familiar with what we don't want. And both are wants, and you're going to get both of them. So if you want to stop getting more of what you don't want, you've got to get clearer on what you do want. And so the first step is, what do you want? Now, this activates in the laws of creation, the law of attraction, the law of purpose, and the law of connection. Here's the second step. Take bold action towards your goal. Once you know what you want, you've got to do something. And you may not always know what the next step is, but you can move in the general direction of your goal. You've heard this phrase, right? Pray as if everything depends on God, and then work as if everything depends on you. That's what I want you to think about with this second step of taking bold action towards your goal. 
Um, this is going to activate the law of the harvest, and it's also going to activate the law of intuition. Okay, step three. Believe and act as if it were already reality. Write that down verbatim. Believe and act as if it were already a reality. When you start to create a miracle, you're not going to have likely any evidence of its possibility because it's something you've never done before. So this is invoking that law of faith because you have to believe it if you want to see it. And this is what I love about human beings. They step in, it's not just the miracle is remarkable. They become remarkable when they have enough vision and faith to be willing to create something that they've never done before. And so the important part of step three here is that you've got to act as if it's already reality and you're going to do that through visualization. You're going to create a daily ritual, and you're going to be focusing intensely, conjuring in your mind exactly what your creation is as if it has already presented itself. And here's what it means. It means that you are transcending time. Transcending time means that instead of waiting for the thing you want to happen, it means that you get to experience it when. It means that you get to experience it now. So this activates, like I said, the law of faith, but also the law of attraction the law of alignment, and the law of choice and accountability. Now, these first three steps are absolutely crucial to um, setting your miracle in motion. Now, we're, now we need step four and step five so that you know what your active steps are along the way. Here's number four, master belief breakthrough. I want you to engage in regular breakthrough, and if your goal is important to you, then I would do breakthrough how often? Yeah, not even just daily. I would do it when? Every time I need it. I'd be proactive. I'd start my morning off with my wristband ritual. What's the number one limiting belief keeping me from manifesting, stating what your goal is, and then getting clear on that? In other words, remove the road bumps because the roadblocks come in the form of your limitations, and mentally when you don't have them, you, what happens is you eliminate the self-doubt and you send this belief breakthrough work into hyperdrive. That sends your goals um, in the direction of you actually being able to manifest them. So this is using the law of alignment, choice and accountability. And then here's the fifth and final step before I bring one of you on. Do your part and trust God to do his. You don't, you don't know what the path is going to look like to get your goal until you get some hindsight to see what the path was. And Rarely in my life did my path ever look the way that I thought that it would be. You need to be attached to what you want, not how you're going to get there. Taking bold action and moving in the general direction leaves the flexibility for God to do his part. So know in advance what it is you want to do. Be willing to move in the direction, and then also be prepared that how you get there may look completely different or catch you totally off guard to how you're actually going to get there. This invokes the law of faith gestation, and the law of the harvest. So ultimately, the steps uh, in the mechanics of manifesting miracles comes down to, number one, clearly define what you want. Step two, take bold action towards your goal. Step three, believe and act as if it were already a reality. Step four, do your breakthrough work. And step five, do your part and trust God to do his. All right those are the five steps. What I want to do right now is I want to invite you to hit star six. If you've got a something that's really important to you, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some tips and pointers on how you can, step, uh, on how you can take your goal and form these five steps around it. And I think it's going to be useful for all of us 
to get clear on, all right, how am I going to manifest what I want? So go ahead and hit star six if there's a goal that you haven't achieved yet that you feel really passionate about. All right. We're going to bring phone number ending in 7711 on the line. You're on the air. Who do we got? It's Riley Workman. Riley, how we doing, brother? Doing well. Thank you. Awesome. So glad, uh, so glad that you're on the call with us this morning and so glad that, uh, that you're opting in. Share with us the vision of what it is you want to create. Uh, Chris, I've, I've always wanted to create a superhero television series, something that uh, could be streamed on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. And uh, I've really been um, kind of recycling back to it. It's been something that's kind of been in the back of my head, and it's definitely in the foreground now. And so I had been writing it and developing it, and it is what I would like to manifest. Awesome. Awesome. Piece of cake. First of all, every single time I hear something so big that it takes my breath away and you know it's going to take some mega manifesting powers, the first thing I like to do is look at it and just say, wow, that's easy. I can do that. Just try that on for a minute. Wow, that's easy. I can do it. Yeah, and think how amazing it will be when you actually do it. So this is very good. I love that you've already put a lot of thought into this and that you've got clarity that you're circling back on this. So Here's how we would apply the five steps specifically to this. The first one is just getting completely clear on what that looks like. And that might include, um, are you going to be one of the actors? Do you want to pitch, you know, create the, the script? And do you want to pitch it to Netflix? Or just being really clear on what's your role in the creation of this and, and knowing exactly what that is. And if I were you, I, I would write it out. I'd write it out, present tense, exactly what you do want to be doing, and also have total clarity on the parts that you don't um, because the clearer you are on exactly what you want, the easier it is to set in motion precisely how you want the end result to look even if you don't know how you're going to get there. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so this first step, if you haven't already, I'm going to invite you to just dedicate some time to writing. And write a half page or a full page being really clear, this is what I'm creating. And... Uh, and, and have as clear of a picture as you possibly can from what you've written. Once you've done that, the second step is every day there's a way to take action on what it is. And especially when I don't know the map to get there, that's where I'm going to go to intuition every single time. Uh, my logic might tee up some possibilities, but I'm always going to double check it with my intuition. So every day you may want to create this ritual, not just to doing your breakthrough work, but one that just gets yourself grounded and in tune and just says, you know, what's my next step to manifest this, this playwright? And in that moment of meditation, I find that the moment I'm clear on asking for the how, that always one or more steps presents themselves. And my job during that day is to take action by fulfilling those steps because that's what moves my work forward. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. The third step, believing as if it were already reality, is one of my favorite parts. This is where I get to go into my mind palace and where I get to experience, I get to transcend time and experience what it feels like to be on Netflix and actually watching the movie. 
I get to watch the series play out. I get to watch the characters. I get to, I get to, I, I, I get to witness like the breathtaking moments that you know are, are taking everyone's breath away as they're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming. Or they get to that moment where the champion wins or faces his dark past or demon or shadow. And, and um, taking time every day to celebrate what you've created as if it's already happened, it, it's ironic because it's really one of the most important steps to calling into creation what you want. And the reason why I say ironic is because in that moment, someone might argue that you're really not doing anything. And the reality is you're doing so much, but nothing that's going to be seen on anything other than an energetic plane. It's you uh, strengthening your faith that this has happened. And living as if it's already happened, I think, is one of the clinchers to ultimately determine whether what we are creating comes about or not. Make sense? Absolutely. Okay, here's the fourth step. Daily breakthrough work. Um, you know, this is something you want to create, and the only person that could get in your way from doing your part would be you. So every day is this amazing gift to say, all right, uh, what?" You know, what's the number one limiting belief that's keeping me from, you know, getting this pushed out there to Netflix? And whatever comes up, that's the perfect work for you to nail right between the eyes and, and set yourself up with these new beliefs that uh, ultimately remove all the energetic stumbling blocks or the ways that you might, might keep you from the proper action so that you can just go down your path and let this thing unfold in its own beautiful way. And then, Riley, here's the fifth step. Doing your part, that's doing your daily brief, belief breakthrough work. Doing your part is um, asking intuition what your next step is. And then ultimately having this amazing trust in the universe, these laws of creation, God, that, um, that there's a part of this that is outside of our control. Um, there are people that you don't know that need to be brought into your life. Um, there's likely money that you're not aware of that needs to be brought into your life. And there's other resources too. There's other steps that you're going to take. There might be mentoring that you need along the way that ultimately are going to help this come together. So moving forward with this faith and trust that God does his part is what says, I'm creating room that as this miracle unfolds, that all the things that I'm not aware of, all the wisdom I lack, all of the resources I'm not considering, I'm fully expecting them to show up in their proper sequence, in their proper appropriate way to allow my manifestation to happen. you have any questions on that? No, that seems very, very clear to me. So let's just do this right now. While I got you on the line, let's just do this four-step right now and just consider. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, get yourself grounded, take a deep breath in, and contemplate. What, what is the number one limiting belief right now that would keep you from moving forward with this goal? Um, that I've, I've uh, attempted to launch other series in the past and they've all unraveled. And uh, so I have a, a something of a pattern or history of this not coming together, failure. And, and, and this is so beautiful. This isn't just true for you. Every single one of you on the line right now if you've ever attempted to do something and feel like you have failed in any way, what you have collected is evidence that says that you can't. And I want to share with you that that is a part of manifesting. I, I'm telling you right now that actually getting what you want, 
there's this really cool sequential chapter that you must work through first that says you get to try and not get the result that you want. And if that becomes the take-home lesson, then what it does is it becomes a super powerful agent to sabotage our ability to manifest anything new. In fact, if it is true that all past evidence that says we can't, if we believe in it, then really what it means is that we're consigned to a fate of never creating anything different other than what's been. And there's nothing more boring in the world than taking this majestic, divine creation of God, you and me, and then saying that we are only good for repeating the past. That, that I, like just for a moment, just think how ridiculous that is. And so this is your beautiful opportunity to rise above. Um, it's perfect that you have evidence that says I tried and I failed or I tried and it didn't work out. Um, is it serving you, however, to believe this limiting belief that if you try, it's just not going to work again? No, it's definitely not serving me. No, what, what, would, what kind of belief would you need instead to give birth to this creation? Uh, that uh, all of all of my past experiences uh, have brought me to succeed on this project, um, this moment, this now. Yeah, I love that. And here's a couple other ones to try on and maybe write down. Every experience provides me with an essential lesson. And what I like about this is that failure is only ever a perception problem. The reality is, is that when we try something and don't get what we want, there was always a lesson available. And if we don't learn the lesson, and if we only place value in the achievement of the goal, then we'll actually miss the most valuable nugget available to us. The most valuable nugget is not actually ever achieving your manifestation. It's learning how to do it every single time again for the rest of your life. And that is the wisdom. That's the pearls of great price that come from the lessons we collect every time we tried and found a way that it didn't work. And so um, in this journey, you will likely um, have more experiences that you could reflect on and say, well, that didn't work or that was a failure or that was futile. And instead, you get to have this major successful aha moment when you say, oh my gosh, what did I learn? And from the space of learning rather than the space of depression or I didn't or I can't, the learning that emerges forth, if we can value that as more valuable than the achievement itself, then we'll always progress on our path of moving forward. We'll never have a reason to get stuck. We'll always have an opportunity to look past our limitation and see the real value, which is the lesson. Because when we get enough lessons, we always get the goal. And for everyone online, you may want to write that one down. When I learn enough lessons, I always get my goal. And so if you're doing things and not getting the goal, then the question is, are you getting the lesson? Because if you get the lesson, you have succeeded. And you're learning so that your next attempt gives you, arms you with more. So, Riley, from this whole conversation, what, what is the new belief you think that, will, that resonates the most with you that will help you push forward, willing to put faith again in an idea that you have not yet manifested? Uh, I would that uh, I, I you know it's it's a it's something that is a little hazy to me to be honest with you, Chris. It's, say it again. It's what? 
hazy. Uh, I, I said um, it's kind of hazy as far as the uh, yeah. the new belief to create that um, that that takes me through this. It's uh, I feel like I've spent so much time in these patterns of of failure yeah. that uh, that for me to I, I would say that the 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 language that cut through all of it would be. I, I I am learning and I am excited to learn and I am continuously creating. Okay, those are some beautiful ideas. I love that. Um, we're just going to take two more minutes before we come back to Stephen Miller and go just a little deeper here. So I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes, be grounded, and contemplate. What is the first memory that comes up for you when you have this thought that I've tried and I've failed? It's um, it's being around friends in in a, in a filmmaking environment and and having um, it's it's having a, a painful emotional experience um, with yeah. uh, with with people um, kind of revealing themselves in a way that didn't didn't seem like what I was getting into. Yeah. So I'm going to just invite you to go to the most specific moment where you experience this, not with people, but with a person. Um, and just, it was... You don't even have... Go ahead. Oh, it was... Um, it was a, a friend that I was... Uh, I had as an actor and um, finding out from another actor that there was a lot of... Um, negative things that he was saying about me as a, as a director and filmmaker, and uh, what did you take home from it, Riley? What did you decide about yourself? That uh, that I wasn't good. I wasn't um, wasn't powerful enough to push this, uh, the series through that I was working on to a place of uh, its success. Yeah, right there. I'm not powerful enough to see this through. That's what we get to change, and that's easy to change, isn't it? It's just an idea, yeah. this idea that if, if deep down from that wound the idea is I'm not powerful enough, then the reality is no matter how much effort you put into this next approach, you're going to be right that you're not powerful enough. And yet inside you, there's a reason, Riley, why this resonates as something that you want to tackle. There's, there's something beautiful and great to come from it. So let's remove this stumbling block rather than this idea that, uh, that I'm not powerful enough to see it through. What would you rather believe? I am powerful enough. Yeah, is that simple? No haze here. I am powerful enough. I am powerful enough to launch my TV series. Try it out. I'm powerful enough to launch my TV series. Feels powerful. It does, and I just want to invite you to go back to the memory of this person that uh, revealed their true colors and was very unsupportive of you. And in that moment, there's a temptation to be wounded. There's a temptation to say, maybe they're right. I'm not powerful enough to do this. 
but you've been trying that on for a while now. It hasn't been working, and you're equipped with this new belief. And if you were to show up right now as your highest and best self equipped with this new knowledge, what advice would you give your younger self? That this television series is small potatoes. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to do it, but you're moving on to a lot of bigger things. You've got several big films that you've got coming out after this, and so the sooner you kick this one in gear and get it done, the sooner you get moving on to the bigger ones, and that it just keeps going and getting bigger, and you're a runaway yeah. train of success. Yeah, and, and in this moment where you have some incredible insight that you didn't have before, why do you think this, this movie actor was talking poorly about you behind your back? What was going on in his world? You know, I, I feel like he, um, he wasn't very happy, and what uh, successes we were having were, were fun for him, but he wanted more, and um, he was maybe jealous of my ability to give him what he wasn't able to give himself. Yeah, this was all about his pain. And that's his to figure out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What's the new belief you get to move forward with? I am powerful enough to create my visions now. Yeah, and just breathe that in. How does that feel? It, it feels like serenity. Yeah. Riley, thank you for coming on and um, being vulnerable enough to share this from your past. And I also commend you that uh, I'm excited for what you're going to create. I'm excited for, I love meeting people that are willing to dream. I look at that and I, the moment you said what you want to create, I thought, now we're talking. Now here's someone who is really going to, they're going to go for it. And, and Riley, I, I want you to know that not only do you have my full support, but you are right. You are powerful enough to do this. So congratulations, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, Riley. Awesome. All right, friends. Those are the five steps that we've been talking about today. I hope you wrote them down. Get totally clear what you want for January. For me, this isn't so much of a January thing. I'm a little more selfish. I take advantage of this process on a regular basis. I don't need a holiday or a time of year to uh, remind me that I'm here to create. Friends, we are here to create, and I'm going to invite you to create as big as you possibly can. Um, like Riley is choosing and committing to do. You've got the five steps. You've got what it takes. And now it's just a matter of being super clear on what you want, taking bold action, visualizing it on a daily basis, living as if it's already happened. Oh, my gosh, imagine how exciting it is to just live as if it's already happened. You get all that juice and benefit when. You get it right now. You get to have faith, trust in God, and it's your time. So do your breakthrough work. Get clear on what you want. Thank you for joining us on the call. Hopefully we get to see some of you Machu Picchu June next year. And Stephen, turning it back over to you. Hey, thanks, Chris. Really appreciate that. You know, uh, belief breakthrough is so powerful. And uh, for those of you that take advantage of it on a daily basis, you know how it has the power to truly change your life. This isn't about just some hokey, weird thing that people do once in a while. This is about daily transformation and becoming better. And a lot of you know that I love the quote, different isn't always better, but better will always be different, which means that you're going to be stepping into a new space. You're going to be stepping into things that you've never done before. And there's power in those things that you've never done before. Some, of those, some people would call those things 
risks, right? What is a risk? And this is part of the conversation that we had at the Wealth Intensive uh, this past weekend. We talked a lot about risk and what risk is and what it means when something is risky. And so I want you to think for just a second, what does it mean to you when you think that something is risky? When you think that something is risky or it has risk associated with it, does your body kind of clench up and do you, you, know, do you have that anxiety feeling or does fear enter into your heart? Or does risk make you feel excited? Does, does the risk uh, give you a sense of, of being alive? Because really all that risk is, is, is stepping into a space of something that you've never done before, something that is different again. Right? So if it's different, then that means it's risky. So does risky have to be bad? Well, of course not. Risky is amazing. Risk is wonderful. Risk is what allows us to change and to grow and to become the people that we want to be. And when we attack this risk with belief breakthrough, when we do the work, when we allow ourselves to choose into new beliefs, let me ask you a question. Is that risky? Well, absolutely. It's different. It's new, right? But again, is risky bad? No. So it start, it's time to start thinking of risk in different terms. It start, it's time to create your life in your terms, not in the terms that society has set for you. Because when you start to create it with your terms, rather than just allowing it to happen to you based on terms that other people have set, that's when you gain real power. That's when you take control. When you attack life on your terms. This is what conscious creation is all about. And I want to talk about three specific things. And, uh, you know, my good friend Napoleon Hill here, he talks about these, these three things. These are actually some of the first chapters of his book, Think and Grow Rich, which I love. Uh, and these three things are desire, that, that burning desire, faith, and auto-suggestion. And when he talks about burning desire, faith, and auto-suggestion, these are all in terms of creating the life that you want. And for him, of course, the book is called Think and Grow Rich, and so this is about manifesting the monetary wealth, the monetary equivalent of the value that you are out there and putting out there to the world. And he talks about these three things in tandem. He talks about desire and what desire is and how we how we utilize desire to move forward in our life. And this desire really, you know, if you, if you read through this chapter, really what he's talking about is having that, that, that burning want. What is it that you want? And then having a strong why behind that why, uh, behind that, that want. That's really what this desire is. And so if we want to accomplish more in life, then we have to step out and we have to get out there and get it, but we have to have that burning desire to do so. Otherwise, we'll be stopped in our movement. So if you're getting out there, make sure you understand and, and, and ask yourself this question, what do I truly desire? What do I really desire? And am I passionate about it? Maybe even more so, am I obsessed with it? Because I think a lot of people look at obsession and they think, well, I, if I'm obsessed with this thing, I, I, you know, I'm going to let something else go. And we actually had part of this conversation, which was, you know, can I be obsessed with multiple things at once? Can I get obsessed over my work or my business or my, you know, that, that part of my passion that's going to bring in the money? And at the same time, be obsessed with my family, my spouse, or my children, can you be obsessed with multiple things at once? And this is where the conversation of balance comes in at times, where you know, so often in life people say, hey, I just want, I want, I want 
uh, proper balance. I just wish I could have a life that was balanced. I feel so out of balance. And as we were talking about balance, really what came to head was this concept that it's not about balance, but harmonized obsession. There are times in your life where you need to get obsessed about one particular thing, and for maybe that day, for a 24-hour period, all you're thinking about is that specific thing. Right? There are times in our lives where we need to get obsessed in our relationships with our spouse or our relationships with our children or our, our, our mothers or fathers or whatever, or our friends or our business associates, or we need to get obsessed with that relationship to grow it and to build it, to make these deposits into this relationship. There are times where maybe that obsession will expand beyond a 24-hour period. Maybe it's, maybe it's going to be months or years where we get obsessed over this certain thing, over a specific relationship, to help it and allow it to grow, to feed it appropriately so that it will yield us what it is that we're looking for, so that it will turn into the relationship that we're looking to create. And likewise, there are times where we, we may want to get obsessed over our financial lives and over creating the income that we desire, creating the financial freedom that we're looking for. And it may look like we... we work hard or we work long hours, maybe we put a lot more time and we're, we're utilizing this obsession to really drive us and, and get things done. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a project? And maybe think back to your school days. If you're not in school right now or if you are in school, uh, this may be easier. Have you ever had a project that was due and you, needed, and you knew that you needed to put in a, a certain number of hours or a certain number of time to really make this project sing. And so for a space of time, you obsessed over this project and you thought about it and you worked on it and you gathered resources around you and people around you and you, you, got, you, you, know, you went to the teacher as a mentor and you asked him or her how you could improve it and you went back and forth and you were obsessed over this project because you wanted to create this project the very best way that you could create it. And that obsession led to you turning in an amazing project. Have you ever experienced that? Again, there are times for obsession in certain areas of your life. So my question for you is, can you be obsessed over multiple things at once? Can you have a burning desire, as Napoleon Hill puts it, over multiple things at once? And this is what I love about what Napoleon Hill says about desire. He says, remember, there's no more effort. No more effort is required to aim high in life to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. And then he quotes a poet. He said, a great poet correctly stated this universal truth along these lines. I bargained with life for a penny, and life would pay no more. However, I begged at evening when I counted my scanty store. For life is a just employer. He gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why? You must bear the task. I worked for a menial's hire only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So what is our desire? How are you moving forward on that desire? Do you desire just to have a menial life? Do you desire just to scrape by, just to make ends meet, just to live paycheck to paycheck? Or do you desire more? Do you desire to have true financial abundance for yourself? Because if that's what you desire, then demand it of life. And then... And then utilize your time and your energy and your effort into getting what you desire. Because like you said before, there's no more effort that's required to aim high in life to demand abundance and prosperity 
that is required to accept misery and poverty. It's the same amount of energy that you're going to be expending day in and day out. So figure out what it is that you want. Figure out what your true desire is. And then allow it to light a fire inside of you so that you are literally obsessed. Become obsessed. And obsession is, again, it's not a bad thing. I think that uh, oftentimes society wants us to believe that it's a, it's a bad thing. And by the way, if we're constantly following society, what are our results going to look like? Well, they will look like society's results. And if you look at society, the average individual, 97% of people aren't receiving, aren't creating the life that they want because they're falling along a path. They're not getting after their desires. They're not allowing these desires to grow and to burn within them and then to get obsessed over the creation of what it is that they desire. So desire is that first step. Desire is huge. If you don't know what you want, it's hard to move forward on it. And the second step after you have the desire is faith. And he talks about faith as being a state of mind, which is induced by auto-suggestion, which is the third thing, right? We've got desire, faith, and auto-suggestion, that these three things work in tandem. If we want to create more for ourselves, financially speaking, then we have to put in the work. Not only is faith a state of mind, but faith is also an action. Faith is what gets us to get off of our, our, our seats and to move forward. After we have that burning desire, after we know what we want, we then move forward in faith. And he says that faith is the eternal elixir which gives life power and action to the impulse of thought. He also says that faith is the only, an, uh, the only known antidote for failure. Faith is what allows us and helps us to act out in courage. And one of my favorite quotes, and I've quoted this quote probably five or six times in the last week to different groups of individuals. I think I even quoted it on this call last week, which is fear, the worst of all enemies, can be effectively cured by forced repetition of acts of courage. That's acting out in faith. That's what courage is, right? It's acting out in faith. It's acting out to do things that you've never done before. It's allowing yourself to move forward in the risk and allowing yourself to be good with it and okay and accepting of that risk, but even like the risk and, and accept it as a part of the growth process. And that's what faith is. And one of the ways that we're able to do this and to move forward in faith is through this concept of auto-suggestion. And auto-suggestion is something that we practice so often here at Limitless. And it, it's to me, again, this is auto-suggestion is... You know, uh, there's so many parts of improving your life and of creating your life in the way that you want, which really covers or canvases this whole idea of, of the magic and the mystery. And if you've ever heard, I mean, this is not a new concept. You know, this is a concept that a lot of authors and speakers and, and coaches talk about. The magic and the mystery. The magic is, is that it works, and it works for everybody. If you will just do it. The mystery is... is why no, not very many people will actually implement these things. Will actually figure out and identify what they what they truly desire. What is their burning desire? Um, a lot of people will opt not to move forward in faith to create those things. But even more so, that most people will not utilize 
such a strong principle of auto-suggestion to create the life that, that they want. And auto-suggestion is nothing more than self-suggestion. And he describes it this way. He says, auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli which reach one's mind through the five senses. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. It is the agency of communication between that part of the mind where conscious thought takes place and that which serves as a seat of action for the subconscious mind. So again, it's out of the subconscious mind where our actions are typically determined or dictated. And so auto-suggestion auto is, the, is the way that we move this, these, these ideas from our, from our conscious mind into our subconscious mind, turning these thought processes and patterns into true habits that then allow us to work through from, from this space, uh, from a space that we have consciously created rather than from a space that we just accepted as children. Auto-suggestion is so powerful. Auto-suggestion is, is why we, we uh, create mantras. Auto-suggestion is where we, we view and identify as we're going through the belief breakthrough process where we view and identify those old beliefs and as we, as we turn the corner to, to get rid of those old beliefs, we choose a new belief. We choose into a new belief that is more true and more powerful. We choose a new belief that will serve us better. And we identify that as we choose those beliefs and as we repeat them, as we suggest those to ourselves, as we say them over and over and over in our minds, as we attach the emotion and feel those feelings, Chris took, uh, took you through a, a breakthrough, took Riley here through a breakthrough today on this phone call. And part of that breakthrough was to, was to do a little bit of auto-suggestion, was to, to view in the mind how you show up differently and, and that experience coming from a new choice, not the old limit, limiting belief that wasn't serving you, but from a new belief that is serving you and how you use that new belief to speak the words of life that will then begin to solidify those words, those ideas and thoughts, those emotions into your subconscious mind, planting it further and deeper and deeper into your subconscious mind. Because it's from that space that you begin then to call into your existence everything that you need to create the life that you want. It's there that you begin to tap into the infinite intelligence. And as you tap into the infinite intelligence, as you tap into this world of intuition, you then, you then gain power. You, you, it, it feeds that burning desire it adds to the faith. As you're moving forward in faith, it adds to that faith because you begin to then gather all of the evidences to prove to you and to prove to your mind that the things that you're saying are even more true than the things that you had been telling yourself previously. If you're, if you're suffering through life right now and, or you're feeling, you know, if, you, if you've told yourself ever that you can't afford it or uh, that you don't have the money for it, or you don't know how to do it, or you can't because you're just not enough, or whatever the limiting belief may be, my suggestion to you is to begin utilizing auto-suggestion. And let me tell you a little bit of how it works. This is how you do this, okay? So I want to take you through a process, and this is kind of uh, a, a summary of instructions from Napoleon Hill of 
of how you can actually utilize auto-suggestion in your life today. If this isn't a, a daily practice for you right now, if it's not something that you're doing every morning and every evening, then begin to do it. Then here's, here's some of what you can do. It says, first, go into a quiet spot, preferably in your bed at night or into your bedroom or a closet uh, where you will not be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat aloud so that you may hear your own words. Repeat out loud a written statement. So I want you to gather your thoughts, and you need to write it down, but you're going to repeat out loud, uh, out loud a written statement of the amount of money that you intend to accumulate, the time limit for its accumulation, and a description of the service or the merchandise that you intend to give in return for that money. Right? What value are you going to be getting out there? What is your desire, and how are you going to be implementing this desire? As you carry out these instructions, see yourself already in possession of the money. So let me give you a quick example. Suppose that you intend to accumulate $50,000 by the 1st of January. Okay, We're not far out from January right now. right? It's the 12th of December right now, so we've got, uh, we've got 15, what is that? Eight, 19 days, roughly, right? 19 days. So, so again, suppose that you intend to accumulate $50,000 by the 1st of January. And, and, and actually, you know, rather than say this in 19 days, let's make this a, a little bit more realistic. Maybe, maybe this is the first time. Maybe you are in a job right now, and you've never created money outside of a job. In other words, you've never actually, entrepreneurial-wise, you've never gone out and created money for yourself or raised money or sold products or services. So let's get, maybe we give you more time. Let's even say that by the 1st of January, five years from now, that you intend to create $50,000. That's $10,000 extra a year that you've never created before, right? So let's say that five years from now, by the 1st of January, you are then creating $50,000 that you intend to give personal services. Maybe you're going to be mentoring. Maybe you, uh, maybe there's something specific that you already do, or maybe you have had this thought for a while to start a business, or maybe you want to invite people to Limitless and use, utilize the Limitless compensation plan to create that money for yourself as well, whatever it might be. Um, but you intend to give these services or to sell these products in return for the money. Okay? Your written statement of your purpose should be then similar to what, what I'm about to read here. It should be similar to this. By the first day of January of five years from now, so we're in 2000 and, uh, and it'll be 17, so five years will be 2022. So if by, the, by the first of January 2022, I will have in my possession $50,000, which will come to me in various amounts from time to time during the interim. In return for this money, I will give the most efficient service of which I am capable or sell the product or, again, put in, fill in the blank there, rendering the fullest possible quantity and the best possible quality of that service in the capacity of salesman or however you're showing up, whatever position it is, and describe the service or the merchandise that you intend to sell. I believe that I will have this money in my possession. My faith is so strong. Again, these are statements that you can say to yourself. My faith is so strong that I can now see this money before my eyes. I can touch it with my hands. It is now awaiting transfer to me at the time, at, at, uh, at the time. and in the proportion that I deliver the service, I intend to render in return for it. I am awaiting a plan by which to accumulate this money, and I will follow that plan when it is received. Okay. 
Then, after you've got the statement and you are set and prepared to repeat it over and over and over again, you want to repeat it, right? Repeat this every night and every morning until you can see in your imagination the money that you intend to accumulate. Third, I want you to place a written copy of your statement where you can see it at night before you go to bed and in the morning when you wake up. Okay? And read it just before retiring and just before you get up every morning until you've memorized it. Now, I'll tell you, this is, this is just a small part of auto-suggestion, but if you will do this and implement this auto-suggestion with the burning desire and with the faith behind it, doing and being willing to do the things that you're talking about in your auto-suggestion, you will begin to create a life unlike any life that you've ever experienced. You will begin to create the life that you truly want, living inside of your passions, giving and, and serving people with the gifts and talents and abilities that you've had and the experiences that you've been able to accumulate over the years. This is truth, and this is how it works. So my suggestion to each of you, if you're not already doing this, is to do it. Create that burning desire within you. Choose to grow a burning desire. Move forward with faith and utilize auto-suggestions to solidify these ideas and thoughts and mantras into your subconscious mind so that from that space, your subconscious mind can also go to work for you as you are also going to work for yourself. Friends, it's my, I love what we do here. It's amazing. I'm so grateful for all of you for being here on the call and for being willing to step up. Remember that for us, um, well, remember that for yourself, if you will find the burning desire, if you will exercise faith in it, and if you will utilize the principles of auto-suggestion, there's nothing that you cannot create. For those of you that are looking to uh, move forward and become a leader here at Limitless, uh, make sure that you attend this Tuesday. We'll be sending out an email uh, to everybody as well, but make sure that you attend this Tuesday. We changed it. It will not be at Chris's house for this last time. It will be here at the corporate office at 4 p.m., Again, it will be at the corporate office at 4 p.m. I apologize for any confusion there, uh, but we, we recognize that we had our full-day mentor maker, and we have a lot of individuals there that want to participate. So, so again, this Tuesday coming up tomorrow at 4 p.m. here at corporate office, uh, we're going to be talking about some amazing things and for some direct paths where you can start to implement these principles that we're talking about immediately uh, to grow a, a thriving business for yourself here with us at Limitless. With that, everyone, have a fantastic week. So grateful for all of you and all that you're doing. Uh, participate in the upcoming events that are happening. We've got, again, some regionals coming up. Find out about those. We've got our, our, our national events coming up next month. Start building for those. Invite people there. We hope to see you at uh, all of our upcoming events. And with that, everyone, have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you later. And before we, before we sign off, I do want to hear a massive Three. On the count of three, everyone, just go ahead and exclaim, I am limitless. One, two, three. I am limitless.